You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I wonder if it's over there, cause like it's not hot over here. Oh, it's hot over here. You have two extremely good-looking guys on one bench. It's hot over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much we can do about that, though. I'm afraid. <laughs> Welcome to the Gear Thirty. <laughs> Welcome to the Gear Thirty podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And hot guys, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and one mediocre on this bench. Are. Just so you know. Yeah, for some reason, that side of the trailer is not nearly not as, as warm hot. as this side. Not as hot. No. Crazy how that works. I'm okay with that. <laughs> By the way, my, uh, my, I, I forgot to change my air filter, and so I killed my uh, air conditioner yesterday. It froze. Don't do that. Go change your air filter, kids. <laughs> Go home, change your air filter, get the air flowing. Thank- thankfully, after about six hours of... Uh, Here's a pro tip too, by the way. Turn your fan on, because uh, you gotta turn your cooler off. Uh, turn your fan only on, and the fan only will circulate the the hot air from the house over the uh, the, the coolant lines, and it'll actually defrost your AC faster. Things you things you like. and then hmm. so it, and it worked anyway. Last night, by the time this morning came around, um, it was freezing again in my house which is how I like it but I was up till 1 o'clock in the morning because I cannot sleep when it's hot in my house it was 80 degrees in my house last night yeah that's it's too hot that's warm you can't do it yeah I don't like that anyway that's that's gross so it really makes me want to go backpacking and go in into really cold areas of the mountains so I can be cold for like a month and freeze and that uh, Chase you were thinking about what's our favorite backpack So I so only have, I've yep. only... Best backpack you've ever used. My, the best backpack I've ever used? Yeah. If I can only pick one backpack for the rest of my life, it would probably be the Mystery Ranch Stein 62. Is it 62 or 65? Stein, whatever the leader capacity is. Um, because it just carries weight so, so well. Um, I know when I get older and if I ever have kids and the whole family thing, I'll be able to take that pack and carry lots of weight. But right now, I can also not carry a lot of weight, and it's just it's just a really like versatile pack. So I think my all-time number one favorite pack ever is the Stein. But it's what not what I use right now. Oh, what do you use now? The Granite Gear Crown 38. Okay, what do you like about that? what I've been using. It is so lightweight, and it carries weight so well. I feel like ultralight packs, you kind of. <laughs> sacrifice performance and and it doesn't carry weight as well it just doesn't carry it just doesn't carry as well in general from the stuff that i've tried on this is the really the only ultralight pack i've put through the ringer and i freaking love it 
it's super comfortable it carries weight phenomenally well um, it just has a good build to it. it has hip belt pockets just all the features I really like to it, it compresses well um, I think the overall thing is it's a really really comfortable pack so that's what I'm using right now but I know that I'm probably not going to be into the ultralight thing forever so that's why I say the, the Stein but I think my favorite right now is the, the Granite Gear Crown 38 nice best pack you've ever used well well the best pack I've ever used well for backpacking um, Osprey I, I want to say mine is it the Zenith 65 but they don't make it anymore yeah it's a set they make the 75 um, the 88 and the 105 now so sure is the 65 or is it the 75 I think they've made maybe the it's the 75 that just feels time. huge I want to say it's a 65 if it's a 75 that's a big pack um I want to say it's a 65. I don't know why I would ever buy a 75, but maybe I did. Uh, anyway, I, I it's really my first uh, real real backpacking pack. The first time, my first few years I went backpacking, I had a, um, uh, a North Face. Uh, what's their high-end brand of North? The, the Summit Series? Summit Series? No. Is that right? Yeah. So. Summit Series? The what? North Face. Well, they did have some series stuff. Yeah. So that's the pack. I, but it was more of like a, it's like a 35 liter. And I tried to backpack in that a few times. And that was, that's the one where everything was hanging off. Yeah. It was and a I'm climbing like, pack. Yeah. It's a more, right. it's in a, yeah, it's a mountaineering climbing pack. Lightweight. Yeah. It's what, not. What color was it? Red. Oh, the North Face Red Pack. Kind yeah. of going back in my mind trying to remember. Summit Series. Summit Series. Because they had the Prophecy pack, which was like a climbing pack, but I think the one that you're talking about I can picture it in my head, but I'm blanking on the name. It's a sick pack. Like, I, I it basically it holds all my climbing gear now. Um, but the Zenith is what I is what is my backpacking pack. And so, the other the other pack that I've, I've ne I haven't used it for backpacking, but I want to um I have used it as a crag pack. My mom has an original North Face uh, external frame backpack that she used to use in the Uintas. And they are surprisingly light. It's surprisingly, uh, uh, the fit is, is, is great. You know, it'll fit a lot of different bodies. And uh, I'd like to pack it out and, uh, and test that. I think it'd be fun to go backpacking with an external from the... Oh, she was probably in the late 70s, early 80s when she was using that. Nice. Yeah. You know, I really miss <laughs> external frame packs. Not so much that I would probably go back and use one, but um, there were some advantages to them for sure. I had an external frame pack that, um, other than the hip belt, wasn't really very heavy duty. Mm -hmm. um, I loved it. You could load that thing up and the frame would just, it would take it. Yeah. Yeah, they were sweet. And I think there's still a couple of companies that make a few external frame packs they're mostly hunting yeah. hunting brands so that you can carry 200 pounds of elk on your back or something I do that but a lot yeah you just carry it around anyway you just yeah. throw it over your just, shoulder just, yeah, just a sl I'm just like still that slab right there <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think uh, one of the reasons I like to use it or, well one of the reasons I like to use it as my crag pack was my first crag pack was the external my mom's external frame backpack and I put all my climbing stuff in there 
in Ogden, especially in Ogden Canyon, the trails to the crags are not main weren't <laughs> at least maintained. Still aren't. Yeah, and I, I would know now. And you could use that thing as a so I would lead, and then buddies would hike behind me because that thing would just tear through all the <laughs> overgrown brush and just you don't have to worry about it right. doing anything. You just it's got like the metal thing right there on the top and you just haul through yeah it's great <laughs> one of the advantages that is you don't get on an internal frame pack yeah which is pretty funny it's true yeah so that's what i have now um but i do i want the i want the mystery ranch um i think the terra frame the, bit, the bitty, 51 bitty yeah that, that thing's thing sweet. so cool yeah that thing's awesome because 50 liters is really what you need for overnighters, two nights, whatever. Sweet spot, yeah. Um, it's even not too crazy big if you're going for a long day or something, or you're at work, that's like a great a, climbing pack or whatever. That's but then, a perfect week-long pack. But then you can, well, yes, for for a single person, yeah, ultralight. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Way to rub it in there. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Um, but, uh, but the other thing That's too really with that terra frame is you can extend it out and you can throw a, a dry bag in there and add add a lot of volume to it if you need to yeah. there's a lot of versatility in that that thing's sweet well the the best pack i've been thinking back sorry my headphones are struggling again don't move if i don't move <laughs> the best pack i've ever used and i've been thinking about all the different packs i've had from my original first backpack was a jan sport I upgraded significantly to a Dana design. That is quite the upgrade. Yeah, that was probably as the Dana design Bridger. That was probably one of my favorite packs of all time. I swapped out the hip belt uh, from the hip belt that came with it to a burlier hip belt, and uh, I love that pack. And then um, went to a an Osprey pack, an Osprey pack, an Arcteryx pack. I had two or three Arcteryx packs in there. Um, and then did you have the one where um, it, the back it pivoted with? Yeah, that thing was cool. Yeah, the pivoting. Yeah, the Ultra. Um, that original pivoting hip belt design came out on the Naos N A O S pack, which was their like waterproof, heavy duty, is like a six hundred dollar pack. And that thing was sweet. I never had one. But then they came out with the Ultra, which was like more of their backpacking style pack. That's probably still to this day. Uh, I mean, that's probably my favorite pack of all time. Or tied with the Dana design pack. Um, but it's probably, probably my favorite. It was just so functional in the way it was designed. It was really comfortable. The thing is, is if I loaded that thing up with 75 pounds, the hip belt wasn't quite enough to really manage that weight extremely well. But it was, I mean, it was the most comfortable pack um, that I've owned, I would say. I had the 75 and the 62 and the 85 of the Arc'teryx Ultra packs. I really like that pack. Um, now I use the Osprey Zenith 105. Yeah, for as my family pack. I've also had a... 105. Do you take a cooler with you? Well, first. I'm just making sure. Two liter. I, uh, two liter bottles of uh, Kool-Aid. Sprite. <laughs> Kool-Aid. I, um... 
Yeah, so that's my that's the pack I use when I'm hauling the whole family on like a week trip or something. Oh, he puts his family in it. That's <laughs> why it's <laughs> <under his laughs> leaders. Right. It'd probably be easier sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like the pack. It's just that when I load it completely full, I don't feel like the suspension is quite up to the task to really carry a super heavy load. Mm-hmm. Um, anything shy of 60 pounds is super comfortable. Get over 60 pounds, and I start to feel like I want a little bit more more suspension there, a little more padding, stiffer hip belt, that sort of thing. Um, I'm looking at the Mystery Ranch T100 as the replacement for that because it's got a earlier suspension system and stuff. I think that'll carry the weight a little more comfortably, um, but time will tell. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing wrong with my Osprey. I'm just, I get bored and want to try new stuff. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Right, and that's, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, my Osprey's it's in great shape. It's still comfortable for most of the stuff I use it for. I don't need, I don't need a, a new one, but I want to try it, mm-hmm. the Mystery Ranch. Um, plus, I had that Dana, and that Dana carried weight so well. That Bridger was really meant, according to Dana, um, to carry 45 pounds max. I hauled 65 pounds in that thing very comfortably. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of feel like Mystery Ranch overbuilds their packs. And, and that's a great thing when, you, when you're carrying real heavy loads because they don't, they don't collapse under the weight. So, um, but yeah, I would say probably that. Arcteryx Altra packs, series of packs, were probably my favorite packs for backpacking that I've owned. I've also, I also have a Chilo Gear pack, which is a climbing-specific brand. Yeah, I was going to ask you about those. Uh, I've seen a lot of ads on Facebook for some for whatever reason. I've never owned one. It's it's a compete compete competitor to Chilo Gear. Uh, we, we may have carried it one time. Hyperlight. 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 Yeah. Do you have one of those packs too? Uh, I don't. My buddy had their climbing pack, has mm-hmm. their climbing pack, and really likes it. Um, I really like their packs. I just, when we started carrying them, I was kind of getting out of the ultralight stuff because I was now having kids and starting to take them with me. And so I never, I never did get one. I wish I did. That re- does remind me, though, the hype, the uh, ultralight pack that I used for years was a Go Light Jam pack. Mm. I still have that, and that's one of my favorites. I. Whatever happened, whatever happened to Go Light? Yeah, they just. They're coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen their stuff. I've seen company called Go Light coming back, but it's not the same as the original company. Oh, it isn't. That original. Well, it's. It's, it's the, same to be company, the same company, but, but not, they're not doing the same stuff. No, I I totally agree. I've I've previewed their stuff before it at WW, and it's not nearly what what it was. The original Go Light stuff was dialed for ultralight backpacking, and it was. It was sweet stuff. It was innovative. It was cool. Um, it was really good. And the Go Light Jam Pack is a 50-liter pack. Weighs 15 ounces. Um, didn't have a frame, but I just put my my uh, sleeping pad in as the frame. And uh, that thing it was perfect for 20, 25 pounds. And I did multiple week-ish, five to seven-day trips with that thing. And I just had in a 15-liter pack. It was a 50. Oh, well, they said pack. 15. I was like, you're not telling me you did week long trips in a 15 liter pack. I did I did a month with my fanny pack. <laughs> pretty good. Good it's fanny basically pack. Basically 15 <laughs> liters. Yeah. No. Okay, 50, 50 liter liters. Yeah. 15 ounces. 
is how much it weighed. Okay. okay. Um, so that thing was awesome. That was one of, and actually because it didn't have a frame, that was one of my favorite packs as a climbing pack, like a mountaineering pack. I, I climbed the, uh, the middle Teton in winter, uh, up a, a steep ice route with that pack. I climbed, uh, did some mountaineering in the Wind Rivers. Took my wife up Pingora wearing that pack. Like I, I. That was the go light. That was the go light pack. Oh, yeah, it was really an ultralight. But it, the the cool thing with that pack is it used a Dyneema fabric on the exterior, so it was a real. It wasn't Cuban fiber, but it was a a nylon Dyneema blend. So it's really lightweight, but it's, but quite durable. Anyway, it was uh, it was a great pack, and I, I really enjoyed that pack. So that was my favorite ultralight pack. But um, one second. Chase, you guys can use the picnic table if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I would say, but of, of if we're talking strictly traditional backpacking packs, that Dana design or those Arc'teryx Ultra packs. And Arc'teryx has come out with some new designs for... Yeah, I haven't seen much of their gear lately. Their, yeah. their apparel I still see ads for and stuff. And I was just shocked to see some so many ads for that lightweight backpack company, um, Hyperlight. Hyperlight, but they they're basically pushing you know everything you don't need. You know, it's it's a very simplified pack. It's more about the material it's made out of than right. the bells and whistles like you'll find on a mystery rancher or an osprey. Osprey is the king of bells and whistles, and I found that I I use them like I like I like the stuff that they have. I use the little zippered pockets out front. Hell, I even use the. Uh, the trekking pole holder things, you know, <laughs> like I use all that stuff, which is like, okay, cool. I use the little Nalgene side pocket to the, that you can access your Nalgene on the fly. So, you know, there's a reason Osprey put all those fancy things in there I and mean, pe- people use them. Um, and then Hyperlite sort of sells the opposite of that. It's like everything you don't actually need. It's very simplified, lightweight. Yeah. So, um, I was just looking up, oh, that's a sweet pack. I was just looking up some Mark Parrick's packs um, to see what they offer now. Because I haven't, I haven't shopped their packs in a year or two. And um, their biggest backpacking pack is 63 liters. That's it. Mm. So they've, they've phased out all their big... Is that backpack or mountaineering? Oh, it's, it's a backpack. Backpacking pack, yeah. Um... And it's the Bora AR-63. Now, I've used that pack. I used that pack last year on the Wind River trip with my wife. And it was comfortable. It was nice. It's got a real, you know, futuristic back panel design, pivoting, hip valve, other things. And it was a comfortable pack. I did like it, but I didn't necessarily like it better than the Ultra pack, which it replaced. And the Altra came in up to an 85 liter pack, and that was, mm. I mean, that was actually probably bigger than 85 liters. I could carry loads of stuff in that pack, um, and I didn't like it better. It's just interesting that they they phased out their big packs. And, and I do love that Arc'teryx packs are always very clean and streamlined, like all the stuff they do. But uh, I think it's a, I think it's too bad that they got rid of that ultra pack and they don't make any bigger packs because i'm just kind of with small kids that we take backpacking i'm kind of in a big pack phase of my life and i'd love to carry i'd love to have an arc 
backpack if we made them big enough. But. I did. I did strap. I went backpacking with my mom once, and and I let her borrow. It's a pack I bought for my wife. I think it's an REI pack. Um, very basic, small, 35, 40 liter. I can't remember. Um, but it was enough for her to carry. I took a tent, kitchen, all the things. She just basically had to carry clothes and whatever. Sticking bag. Yeah. Um, so, and she got tired, and I like let me let me carry that for you. And I strapped it onto the back of my Osprey and carried both for for a while till we got to camp. Um, and was thankful that I could it was strong enough, and that that was a light enough pack that I could do that. Um, and, but that is something that you could do with the uh, terraform. You know, you could right. you could take that. That's what it's built for is to separate it from the frame a little bit, and then you put another like you call it, you said like a dry bag or something, or a smaller pack in the middle there, beer, whatever. Right. Yeah, and then and haul it out. So if you are in a situation where you are a dad, uh, or you're going with someone that may need assistance at some point, uh, that's something that. You don't you don't see that's a unique frame build on that pack. That's that's different from anything. It's a unique need too. Like there's not a lot of people who need that. But dude, as a dad, that's a big deal. Yeah. Carrying a bunch of stuff and you gotta maybe help a kid out or or whatever. You never know. Right. Somebody falls and gets hurt. Like in a small kid, you can put a freaking kid back there and cry it out loud. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Oh, definitely cool design and. And they made that pack design originally for hunters and um, and for like wildland firefighters and stuff like that who might really need that. And then the backpackers started saying, hey, we'd love a pack like that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so anyway, yeah, so that, well, that's kind of a fun discussion on a, a little bit of a trip down memory lane on yeah. some of the backpacks that we've used over the years. And yeah. Uh, maybe a maybe a hint to, if you're looking for a new backpack, some things to consider. We're a big fan of Mystery Ranch at our store, as well as Osprey. Um, Osprey is our best seller. We carry a ton of ton of options, and they're and they're good packs, and they have a lifetime guarantee, and they're an awesome company. I mean, the the owner is a great guy. I've met him on many occasions, probably over a dozen times, and every time he is just as down to earth and as kind as can be. Um, they stand for good things. They, um, you know, they, they're responsible in how they do business. Um, they're honest in how they do business. They're just a good company. And a lot of, some people, and I'm, I kind of get stuck in this a little bit. Some people prefer not to go Osprey because they are so prevalent. They are the number one company by far. And so they're like, I want something different. And sometimes I get stuck in that. But really you can't. If you find if you get the right pack for your needs, you really can't go wrong with us. Plus, they've got a guarantee. Right. So. So, with that said, I think if you're needing a real heavy-duty option, Mystery Ranch is the is the other option that's maybe carries heavier weight, better. Lifestyle too. Like, I mean, they do they do they are attractive to a certain uh, type of person. Like, if if you are hunting or ex-military wildland fire, that's their, their bread and butter. That's right. who they. So if you're kind of in that world, you might be more attracted to a mystery ranch than than, than an Osprey's or Low Alpine or anything else. So. A mystery ranch has a lifetime guarantee as well, but their stuff's just so burly. There's like very little chance you're ever gonna need it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I had my Dana, I used it for heavily for probably 10 years before I sold it, and I still regret that decision. But it was in like great. I think should condition. be in a museum. I I uh, yeah. I mean, I sold it, and I remember listing it and saying in almost new condition. Mm. I've used it like a hundred times, and it looks like it's brand new. Mm. Like. A little bit of dust yeah. on it is uh, pretty much all I have. That thing was awesome. And then you kind of get the same thing with Mystery Ranch. They're just bomb-proof. And if something ever happens, like a bear could tear it apart, but not much else. If a bear tears it apart, you send it back and they'll take care of you. Like, they're a great company. Have you ever used an off-brand pack? Yes, I did. I used an off-brand pack when I was like... 13 and I was trying to hike up Ben Lomond in the winter and I borrowed a pack from a neighbor um, I was probably 15 actually 14 15 it was the it was like the year before I I uh, got my Dana design pack I think I got that when I was 16 or so six yeah, 16 or 17. But the, the Jansport pack that I had before, it was an external frame pack, and it just wasn't quite, it wasn't a mountaineering pack, and my neighbor had one that was just a rucksack, no frame or anything like that, that looked like it was kind of a, more of a mountaineering style, but I think it was a no-name brand, and it was brutal. And I wasn't even carrying that much weight. But it, and that's, I think the biggest difference is the, is the carry. I had it, and it's not even an off-brand necessarily, but do, do, you, do you remember Wenzel? Oh, yeah. At a Wenzel, at the same time that I had that North Face uh, Summit series, and I actually never used the Wenzel. I got it as a gift, and I bought the North Face because I thought it was a cooler, nicer pack. And I and I went backpacking. I used that, and then I that my friend used the Wenzel, and um, it was complaining of it. Just the ride was bad. It was heavy, and it wasn't. It just didn't fit right. And then I've been backpacking with other people who have off-brand packs and it's i'm consistently helping them adjust the pack the the ride is and i think that's one of the biggest if you go cheap um that's the part where the 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 name brand or they figured it out they figured out how to put weight in a pack and it carries on your back and it rides well where if you go with an off-brand or or something that's cheaper uh, that's where you might feel because I think maybe eventually, you know, the zippers might be cheaper, the material might be cheaper, all that kind of stuff. But I think where you're really going to fill it immediately is, is the carry. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and in my experience, for people I know who have gone cheap on a backpack and it doesn't carry well, now we're into the hike, now we're into the backpacking trip, they're, th- they're saying, like, I pay almost any amount of money for a comfortable pack right now. Yeah. And I've still got five more days of this. Five more days. <laughs> right? and, and oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, you just... A backpack, a tent, a sleeping bag, those types of things are just not the place to cut corners and try to save money. Because those can be... They're, they're major comfort issues, and I would, I'd throw footwear in that too, but they're major comfort things, but also they're kind of safety things. Like a tent and a mm-hmm. sleeping bag, that can be a safety thing. You go cheap on those, and you could be in good trouble. Um, but a backpack's more of, a, I guess, a comfort thing more than safety but it can if you have a bad fitting backpack it can completely ruin a trip so definitely yeah. worth getting the right one and and or if your buddy has a bad fitting pack 
because that's what I was like. This is so frustrating for, to me because we had to keep stopping to re readjust, you know, a friend's pack, and it's like slows down, and it's like, oh my gosh, like I need to get this guy a better pack <laughs> for next time because I my patience started to wear after a while. Of like you of hearing, you don't. And it's not fun. You don't. Want, you want them to have fun because then everybody's having fun. But if someone's miserable, it's like that's not good. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, there's cool. a little backpack talk. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a friendly review if you would. Um, you can check out our website gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Um, for if you're in the in the market for a backpack, we've got like I mentioned, Osprey packs, Mystery Ranch packs, uh, Granite Gear, a few others. Um, they're great packs. Uh, we also have some Gal Raven packs, I think. And yeah, we might be we sold, sold out, out of those. those. Mm-hmm. Um, do we still have Low Alpine packs? We, yeah, maybe no. sold out yeah. of those too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we we've, we've got some packs. You can check those out at Gear30.com. Spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. The chase of personage.